All right, man. Okay. This is uh this is a man. This is conscious of crazy man. In a sense, knowing what's right, what's wrong, versus a mentally unsound mind. You know, con science, man, with knowledge or crazy. I ain't crazy, family. <laughs> the world is. No, indeed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. I got um family member, man, father figure, man, OG, uh, definitely role model, man, from a distance. Doesn't matter. He's still a relative. He's relative from a distance. It's crazy how that works. <laughs> but it works. Yes, and um, going ahead, man, JF Clay, man, family member, you know. Definitely, man. Introduce yourself to the family, man. You've been uh, on this yes platform. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, yeah, indeed. Man. And we enjoy it each time that we come on. Listen, I'm your host with the most. I am the one, the apostle, the prophet. They call me the cosmic commander. Uh, I host a show every Saturday on Facebook called Truth Session. And, man, if you hadn't had an opportunity to stop by and sit in, man, you're missing a treat. We uh, touch on a little bit of everything. Listen, it's the place where you come where your thoughts really matter and you will not be derided you will not be dehumanized demonized you will not you will not be ostracized but your thoughts will be taken into account because we want to share because it is a dialogue and not a monologue but with that being said i am always happy to be on conscious or crazy this platform is off the chain uh, and it's awesome what Sid is doing with this, man. I really love it, and I really love to come in and be a part of it. So thank you for having us once again, Sid. Yeah, you already know, man. Um, hey, man, for the people, man, because I, I love the story that you uh, brought up, man. So I, I guess for the people, man, tell us how you got the one as your title, man, because I love the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we can start yeah. there, and we can build. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting, man. Interesting. Uh, what happened was I was running um, a conference. I was doing a conference in a place called Blyville, Arkansas. And I'm hey, pretty sure. That's where my yeah. family's from. It's crazy. Your, fa your family's from Blyville? Family's oh, man. from Blyville, man. <laughs> oh, wow. I was running a two-week conference in Blyville, Arkansas. And what happened, it was, it was, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, it was supernatural, actually, because what happened was there was a, a sister that I met at another meeting that I was hosting there. And she said, listen, we really need to get you to town because the people really need to hear what you have to say and really be touched and really be blessed. So I said, OK, so what happened was things start to line up. And, you know, when you you're, you're uh, aligned with the universe, because those things systematically come into order. Um, so. I needed a hotel room. Hotel room, there was some Indians from India that owned the hotel there in Blytheville. Mm. And uh, not only did they own the hotel, but they owned this building. This building used to be called Body Works, right off Highway 55. I don't know if you recall it, but I'm pretty sure your family members do, but it used to be called Body Work. They owned that building, but what happened was the building was shut down. Uh, boarded up and everything right so they not what happened was they put me up for two weeks in a hotel room for free two weeks not only that but they gave us the building free for two weeks and what they said all you have to do is clean the building up and we'll get the electricity turned on and everything for you kid you not they did that for two weeks right 
So I'm there running the meeting, running the meeting. So this particular night, we happened to leave the meeting. And they have these guard stores, service stations there. And they serve the, they sell this, um, the barbecue wingettes, not barbecue, but hot wingettes, man. They are great. So we, we left the meeting after that night. And um, I had two of my other prophets with me. And we were walking up and it was this Hispanic brother. This Hispanic brother, he was inebriated. And I mean, sloppily inebriated or yeah. we call it this sloppy drunk right yeah <laughs> and he looked and seen me he said he looked and seen me he said who are you he said who are you and i told him who i was i said i'm prophet clay he said no 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 he said who are you you know and i just kept you know how you you, you, you just be modest and you just tell him hey i'm, yeah. I'm prophet clay but anyway we was going we was going to the service station and then it hit him he sobered up Immediately, and he asked me the question. He said, "Who are you? Who are you?" He said, "He said, who are you?" So he followed us in the store. When he followed us in the store, what he did was he looked at the two prophets, and he shook the one on my left hand, left hand side, shook his hand. He said, "You know, have it." And then he shook the other one on my right hand. He, he said, "You know, have it." And then he looked at me. He said, "You the one." You have it. You the one. You the one. And uh, so he left out of the service station. He left out of the store. It man, he went stood in the parking lot, and he kept he kept pointing into the store, saying, "Who are you? Who are you?" And he said, "You the one. You the one." But it was a it was real funny. But years later, it came back. You know that same um, recognition that you are the one because there's something uh, specifically that you're carrying. Um, and we refer to it as that genocide, that genocide. But at the same time, it was just so much stuff that was happening that particular night because there was a, a lady that was trying to pass me mm -hmm. and she kept, she kept falling up in a potato chip rack. And I was like, what, yeah. is, what is wrong with you? She said, every time I try to pass by you, your energy, it won't let me by. I keep falling up. And I mean, she was literally falling up in the chip rack. I, it was, man, I could tell you yeah. so many stories. But anyway, but yes, but let's let's move on. Thank you, Sid. Yeah, for that. yeah, that's how I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. That aura, yeah, man. That aura is real. And um, Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, man. So, yeah, man, we're going to touch on it, man. So, man. Have you, I feel like, I feel like definitely this, this environment currently exposed uh, the, the battle on manhood and masculine energy, even, even a, a function yesterday I was at, you know, I'm, I'm break down, but man, what's your viewpoints on masculine energy with the, even like brothers my age and the youth, like in the community, like, what are you seeing in the society? Cause I feel like it's a shift going on and you, you touched on it, you know, um, you know, age of Aquarius, you, you've been saying, yeah, the women, the women, you've been you've been hitting at that. So yeah, man, what yes. you feeling about you know the state of manhood and all this, uh, the masculine energy right now? You know. Yeah, when you when you're looking at the the, the masculine energy, that energy has to have a position in which it can perform from, that it it, it understands its purpose and staying in the parameter of the of that purpose and in some regards we've lost that that 
understanding, understanding, overstanding, surroundstanding for the purpose of the masculine energy. Um, and the masculine energy had spread it out so that the feminine energy felt violated, felt neglected, uh, didn't feel a part of what was going on. So there was an, an imbalance. So when you get to, let's say, for example, so when you get to the young Thundercats today, when you start talking about masculine energy, they, they, they see that as not being a punk or something, you know, like, man, I got yeah. to man up, you know, I got to be the man and everything. But, yeah. but when you get to that masculine energy, that masculine energy understands the feminine aspect of itself. It understands that it of itself has a feminine component. And when it, when it, when it, when it embraces that feminine component, there are some things that happen within us. Our, we become chemically balanced. Our chemicals begin to secrete properly. When we, when we are hurting, when we balance ourselves, we secrete the chemical endorphin, mm. which is a painkiller. It'll bring relief to our bodies when we when, when we learn to balance with that, that masculine and that feminine. When we learn to balance it, it's we're going to secrete chemicals. Um, then when we come into contact with our counterparts, our feminine or our female partners or wives or whoever, then when, when we bond, we start secreting another chemical, oxytocin. Mm. Uh, we start secreting that. That's the, the love drug, the bonding drug, the drug that causes us to bond and to embrace. And also, not only sexually, but also brotherly and, and sisters and brothers, it allows us to embrace and release that energy that creates an environment that's conducive for growth, that is conducive for us to be able to see the development of what we are, uh, are engaging and in creating. So our creative uh, powers and mechanisms is based upon us bringing the masculine and the feminine into a balanced equation. Once that's balanced, man, it is it's easy to move forward once you balance those. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, man. I had that like kind of similar, but on the opposite side, of course, I had that same conversation um with um, you know, once again, uh culture, culture healing podcast, you know, salute to salute to the queen from Barbados. Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, had the same conversation. Um, but of course on the flip side, you know, uh it's a it's an imbalance on the you know the sister the sisterhood like she she said it i ain't, I ain't, I ain't trying to start nothing family <laughs> just to claim, yeah, just to claim. <laughs> yeah she, she said it's an imbalance because it's more like a competition it's like and then also then i brought it in it's like yeah like it's all about protection right like us being community pretty much like you said like yeah like if a brother hey hey queen how you doing like it shouldn't be offensive but and then on the flip side you don't know the trauma that woman went through so walls naturally yeah. must be put up you know even with men we got to put our walls up with some brothers too and we <laughs> yeah some, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm abbreviated because you on here you know there's some yeah. hans out here <laughs> right man. yes indeed you know i mean it takes two to tangle exactly and, and of course Yes, and of course, our sisters has been aligned to become agents for our counterparts to do certain things, man, that are detrimental to that that brother, that black man. Yes, or to that masculine uh, energy. Uh, yes, of course, that's there. Um, 
and it has to be dealt with. It has to be brought into balance. Um, yes, our, our, oh man, it's you can get into this, man. It becomes an entanglement. But once you start dealing with it and you see that you can no longer touch a female, back in the day, man, you, you could talk to a sister, you can touch her, you know, girl, how you doing? What's up, baby? Fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You could, you could be touching around and show like one. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Might touch yeah. her on the face. But now, now you do that, it becomes something else. It turns yeah. into something altogether different. And, and, and it blows, and, and it gets blown out of proportion because the black man is always seen as this aggressive animal yeah. where you where the, the easiest way to get a black man into some trouble is to say that he assaulted a woman or he raped a woman or he took some sex. That's the easiest way to demonize and dehumanize him. It yeah. will immediately happen. Because yeah. you look at what's yeah, you look at what's going on with R. Kelly, mm -hmm. you immediately demonized. I posted something. Mm -hmm. I said about R. Kelly, how did I have missed him? And regardless to what the people say, I love you and I miss you. Um, someone put on my timeline, they said, I hope karma gets you. I hope you come back as one of those little girls and then he do to you what he did to them. This mm -hmm. is a sister put this. Now, why would, you, why would you do something like that except you yourself may have been traumatized or violated and you haven't received therapy, you haven't received healing. So anybody that that disagrees with how you feel about that situation, you're going to lash out at them. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I did do. I, I don't play out online. You know what I'm saying? Said I don't go out and talk crazy to people online. So right. So I went into her inbox and I told her, I said, uh, don't ever send a curse on my timeline again. Mm. I said, I I said I rebuke you. And I send your curse back to you. And I send you need to get yourself some healing. So I, I never heard Stop from the person. Yeah, you said, <laughs> said curse. People don't understand, man. Yes. These words are words just word spelling. Yes. These words are powerful, yes. man. And um and yes. even sim similar with me, man. Um it was a you know, situation it's like, yeah, like, hey man, um, and once again I touched on it a little bit, but it's like hurt people that don't want to heal, they stay away from people that's healing right yes like this is serious because um and i was like people um and then people that don't have good communication skills will turn everything into an argument like that's that's real yes, that's real. yes. Um, oh yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and not only that and not only that but what they'll do is they'll they'll exhibit um the spirit of paranoia they're paranoid as if someone is trying to do something to them. And the, the interesting thing about it is, though, Sid, is that normally when people are affected or traumatized and they haven't gotten any healing, what they often do is create situations and then become the victim of the situation that they created. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. so, so I posted which, that too, the victim monster. Yeah, yeah, you can't win that argument. You just have to you just have to wait till a later time to really engage that person because you can't win that argument because in their minds, they're saying that this really happened. And then also in our studies, uh, we deal with false memory. When you, when you deal with psychology uh, through study and research, you find out that people will deal with false memories. 
that that never happened to you. It happened to someone else. And so you're taking on their trauma. Yeah. And you'll find this often in many cases that things that people say happened to them really didn't happen to them. And you find that out when you when you when you counsel with them and mm-hmm. you start talking to them that it think they don't, it doesn't jive, it doesn't come together Dang. um to yeah, to give a true picture. So, but yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> yeah. I'll be asking questions and um one sister I was talking to I I I feel like like you said, I became a counselor. Like, hey, I'm just like, hold on. <laughs> yes. I sound, I sound like Alan Watts out here. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then you're not taking the information. I can't talk to you no more. You're not, you're not even trying to grow on the information I'm giving you. Like, I, I'm gonna be over here. Like, like you enjoy those seats. These seats, it's a better view here. I'm a these seats are better for me. You right. keep those seats. I was there a couple of years ago. I'm gonna chill over here. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly. Yes, sometimes you have to let people know, man, that horse you're trying to ride, I rode it a long time ago. You know? oh, yeah. And uh, you said yeah. you said you don't talk to people crazy. Hey, man, the crazy, man. I be with it sometimes, man. People give me some, yeah. hey, man. I just, and I keep everybody accountable. That's the thing. Like, you talk to me a certain yeah. way, you're accountable for it. I ain't going to be funky right. with you. I'm just going to be honest with you. I keep it up. Yeah. Right. I don't be playing, see, man. See, <laughs> see that's your skill set see that's your skill set see yeah. there's nothing wrong with that when that's your skill set you see what i'm saying yeah for me i'm not going to engage you yeah. because i'm gonna leave you to yourself yeah. see the, the the greatest thing you can do for an individual is allow them to turn on themselves exactly you see because can't nobody whoop you like you Ooh. when someone doesn't respond to your foolishness then that it returns back to you. Not only do it return back to you, but it returns back to you with momentum. Yeah. You see, because it's energy. Those words that you're sending out, they're energy. It's energy. And if I absorb it and take it on, then it has the propensity to short circuit me. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm walking around like, yes, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. You don't know, you don't even know who you're talking to, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying, man? Boy, I put something on you, you know. I swear you up. You, you know what I'm saying? I catch me a body. You know what I mean? You know what I Because so, yeah. <laughs> it's in their energy and you taking it on because in their energy it may be murder. Let's say, let's say you demonstrate with them and they so angry within them that's that the, the spirit of murder, and then they hit you with it and you take it on. The next thing you say to yourself, man, catch me about it, man. Next nigga say something to me, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do something to him. What till the next nigga do something to me, man? I'm gonna do man, something to him. Turn the corner, you know right? Right? Turn the corner, yeah, yeah, turn the I ain't corner. playing no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah man. We're gonna, we gonna pop this trunk on you. <laughs> so, it, it get crazy, man. And so the breakdown, the, yeah. yeah. Even the, even the yeah. breakdown words, you said inner and then G. <laughs> My inner yeah. gangster. You know what yeah, I'm it, yes, yeah sir, man. man. Man, it wake that stuff up in you. And it with things that you put to rest uh, through your therapy or through um, you know your channeling or through your prayers or, or through your salats or whatever you're doing, your meditations, the uh, actualization. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing, you and you don't put to rest your hurt or your disappointments or your setbacks. You you put that stuff to rest, right? But then you get to a fool. 
with all of that energy and that food fool around and strike that stuff again, man, and it'll come up and it'll turn up out of there. It'll whoop up out of there, man. You'd be like, where'd that come from, man? I dealt with that. Yeah, but you, you touch some wrong energy, man. You touch some energy. Yeah, man. That woke that stuff up, man. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta be careful. And I was talking yeah. to somebody. Uh, they said, yeah, I love an outspoken man. Like, is an outspoken man ideally a good good one to have a relationship with? Because <laughs> yeah. none of your none of your side is gonna be hurt. <laughs> like, what are you talking? You're like an outspoken man. Like, Tupac was an outspoken yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just leave there. Love Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got to be careful what you're asking for. Uh, you you want a, a well a well balanced man and a well balanced woman to enter into a relationship, and we call that being mature. It's maturity. Maturity simply means nothing but being balanced at a level where you can cause things to function properly, so that they don't what be dysfunctional. We want them to be functional and and have the right functionality, versus not. Um, so it, it's give and take. It's push and pull. Uh, yeah. It's reciprocal. And we don't understand reciprocity because we've really never been taught the value of reciprocity. That if you give, you should be willing to receive or to take. It is an improper measure to give and not receive. Yeah. That's an imbalance. You see, it's very, I, I, it's simple, but it's complex. Yeah. Because if you give and you don't take, then there's no balance because the energy yeah. is based off of pushing and pulling. Yeah. So if you only push, then whatever went over there is going to stay over there. You can't come back. So it doesn't produce anything. So what we're, what we're finding is that we're unproductive because we're misusing the energy. Mm. And, and, and of course, what did we come up? We came up with what? Pay it forward, didn't we? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Paying it forward is nothing more than reciprocity. If someone does something for you, do something for someone else. That's, that's paying it forward. That's actually what? Reciprocity. Somebody gave, you took. And you gave, somebody took, and they gave, you're, you're building a chain yeah. of connections to, to pass along what? Energy, currency. Yeah. What is currency? A current is energy. That's why we develop currency, because it produces things or create things or cause things to operate properly. So when we get into that particular uh, position to be able to do that, then we have to understand the reciprocity. Reciprocity also is valued and exhibited in our population. When we're uh, sexually interacting in intercourse, that's re re reciprocity yep. because one is pushing and the other is pulling. Giving, so yeah. what does it do? Yes, it creates what? Energy. What is it creating? Creative energy. Not only is it creating creative energy, but it is going to create manifestation because that energy, that is the esoteric energy. That, that energy is ecstasy. Yeah. That energy is, is chemical. It is chemicals. It is chemicals and it, and it is energy. That's man, that's, that's just brewing. It's just yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a, mm. 
Exactly. It's a spiritual act and, um, you know, scarce energy exchange. Yes. You know, I break it down. Yeah, man. And, you know, we exchange yes. those energy, man. We got to be wise who, who's getting it, you know, who, who, yes. who's giving it to. Them. That's the thing that sometimes I, you know, saying accountable thing, you know, saying things like this and like, it's just accountability. Like, and, and, and people, and like you said, and I feel every choice has an invoice. So, you you in a relationship with a low vibrational man, and then it ends like you didn't break down the man you was getting involved with. Like you didn't. Right. You prepared, hey man, this brother was was trash to begin with. Just to simplify words. <laughs> right. Exactly. This brother was trash exactly. to begin with, and now yes. you hate him. Now you really hate him after the relationship was over, and like. It's like one sided. I hate how it becomes one sided. Oh, he was a big bad monster. Like, what happened in the relate? I, I always ask questions like, where, what was the line? Some, <laughs> something's off. Like, <laughs> right. Somebody's yes. truth may being told. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, 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 yes, indeed. You know, in counseling, we always listen to both sides of the story and then yeah. we find the truth in the middle. The truth is always going to be in the middle yeah. because those pendulums are going to swing out. Each individual has their side of the story and that story at some point is going to become confabulated you know what i'm saying it's going to become bombastic it's you know to to get their point across you see yeah. and, and, it's like you, you came know, so, in you came in at five yeah. five p.m yeah. i came yeah. in at 4 55 actually my, watch right. was on, my phone was on i looked at my watch then i opened the door it was 4 <laughs> 55 yeah, exactly. it was fine <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you you have to deal with that element of it. You'll find it. You'll find it in the center. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be easy to pick up too, uh, because we, we, here, what how we teach to listen, we teach not only to listen but listen to hear. Those mm -hmm. they they're synonymous. They're not the same. Yeah. One. Yeah. One. You're listening paying attention to it. The other one you're hearing for comprehension. Hearing is for comprehension. Yeah. Listening is for paying attention to, but hearing is for comprehension to comprehend what is actually being said. And look in the word here, you see the word ear. Your ear is gonna have to be open to to be able to catch what's being said. Yeah, two, so, two, two ears and one mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got two of them, you got two of them in one mouth, man. Yeah. But, and but, I, I but, used to listen to respond. You know, in relationships, mm -hmm. and I definitely you got to listen to comprehend. Yeah, it, yeah. it can cause problems, fam. <laughs> yeah, and, and one, yeah, and one of the other things that we do also is we're listening to what you're not saying. Yeah. See, when you start listening to what a person isn't saying, then it helps to even further develop what is being said even quicker. So. Yeah, there are techniques to really dealing with people when you're dealing with them. There's different types of uh, codes, uh, different types of phrases, you know, that are, that are used to see what a person is saying. You, 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 you feel me? Definitely. So when you get when you get into all of that, then you, you really begin to understand the dynamics, yeah, man. And semantics, have, semantics. Um, have the chain of, of uh, have the chain of manhood shifted in our society? Uh, how you feel about it? State of um, the chain of man you mentioned the currency ooh, yeah um for the you, it's 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 kind of it's um it's paradoxical um 
man. The million like dollar words. Million dollar yeah, words, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not even trying to. It's wordsmiths on Conscious and Crazy Family. It's wordsmiths yeah. out here. <laughs> Just let yeah. you know, family. <laughs> yeah. Because for the first time, and a well, first time, as me knowing, because I came up in the sixties and seventies, um, you see young men with money, mm-hmm. and they have boatloads of it too. They 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 don't just have you know the pocket change. These yeah. details they stack. They carry thirty dollars, thirty yeah, exactly. thirty thousand, thirty thousand. Yeah, yes indeed, <laughs> yes indeed. Pockets yeah. got the mumps. Yeah. That's, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's Whoa. the walk out. <laughs> that's the walk out out the house money. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. carry thirty thousand a day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So with with money with, with, with money comes influence. Mm. It doesn't necessarily produce power, but it produces influence. Ego. Yes, influence and power two separate things, but they they kind of fit together. But influence is very, very, whew, it does some things to you. Mm. So what you see is these young Thundercats out here with all of this money that really have no guidance Mm. in terms of how to deal with that. Yeah. Now we look at we look at Brown Brown. No, Brown Brown is a role model. Brown Brown, uh, and and I really admire that young brother uh, with what he's doing with his finances, the school, and the different types of things, and how he's becoming yeah, more of a activist. Yeah, how he's becoming more of an activist. But then you can look at those young Thundercats that have come through the NBA that has squandered their earnings, what they earned, uh, and they squandered it uh, because why they didn't have a plan. Yeah. And so now in one session, uh, the master teacher and I, we talked about uh, Lego. You know those Lego building blocks that you, mm. you buy? Yeah, I, lo- I love Legos, man. That was- <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Lego is a Greek word. Lego is a Greek word that actually means to fitly frame and join things together. Mm. Well, well, also the word Lego is the root word in the word logos or logos, which is the written word or a written out plan or schematics. Play well, yep. (laughs) Yes. So in other words, words fitly framed together creates the right kind of picture to get you to see what is being said. You see, so now, so when you look at these young brothers um, with all of this money, it appears that we're prospering. But still one half of 1% of the black community has the wealth, has the money. One half of 1%. So that means that, and, and, and that was in seventeen in the 1700s too, that yeah. one half of 1%. Same thing. Uh, so, and here's the thing. I, I, I have to say this. Here's the thing. And uh, it's, some, it's some truth to my mumbling and rambling. When you look at what's currently happening today with money, money has no value. Mm. 
Yeah, the dollar is literally dying, family. <laughs> it's yeah, it's over with. Yeah. It's over with for the dollar, right? Which is why they're giving it away. Said I talked about this at least about 20 years ago or so. I told the people, I said, listen to me. I said, there's some things that have come upon the earth that's coming upon the earth that they're going to literally be giving stuff away. I said, you watch what it, watch. I'm telling you. Live long enough, you're going to see it. And so look at what they're doing. Stimulus, stimulus checks. Yeah. Nothing but reparations, but reparations too late because they're giving it because it has no value. The circulation of it. So if a loaf of bread, yeah, when you when you flood the market with money, yep. it creates inflation. inflation. So where a loaf of bread used to be a dollar and fifty six cent, a loaf of bread is four dollars and fifty six cent now, because it's so much money in the market. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So to add value to something, you have to charge more. So when you see what's happening in, in the black community and in, in the low social wealth economic environments where they're flooding it with all of that monopoly money. That's what I call it, the monopoly money. You, you just spend it in a kind of way that you want to. So it's going to keep on circulating, but it is not bringing any value. You cannot escape um, the low social economic areas where you've been allocated to. They allocated you to those, to those areas to keep you bound. Mm. And what they're going to do is they're going to throw these bones they're going to keep on throwing you these bones to keep you there and make you think that everything is, is a-okay when it really isn't, when everything is still moving and you are digressing. Yeah. So this is, so it's a, it's paradoxical, it's an oxymoron. It's, it's not, it's not what it's, it appears to be. So. Illusion. And, and, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Just like yeah. time. Just is, like time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If your, if your money doesn't have on a civil certificate, uh, then that money is not real. You you have the federal whatever it is on the money today. Yep. But if you go back and get old money, you're going to see a civil certificate on it. It's going to have different heading on it because it was backed by gold. It was backed by silver. It was Trump backed. said that. Trump said yeah. that about to say back it by gold. Like, hey, what you talking about, Trump? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It has no value, which is why America did what they did to Muammar. Gaddafi, um, because he had, I think, the third largest gold reserve, I think it was. It was either third or second largest gold uh, reserve. Uh, so when, 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 when everything loses value, what does have value is the gold, is the silver. You see what I'm saying? So you, you, gotta, you gotta want those other country resources. So, and with that, man, you, you could, you man, you could talk about what Muammar Gaddafi did, man. Uh, so good for the people that it ain't funny. And you're gonna always have haters. Excuse me. You're gonna have outliers. You're gonna have haters. You're gonna have those that want what you have. And if you take it and give it to them, they'll welcome it. And that's what uh, happened in Muammar Gaddafi's situation. And then the country still tore up. I mean, they tore it up. And and Barack, um, I don't know how you'd be proud. I can't. I don't understand that. And I really don't want to get into that, but I don't understand that. And I, my, my respect for someone that does something like that is very low. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna run you down, but I'm gonna let you know my respect for you is very low. I don't, I don't, I don't respect you to a level where I allow you to do that, and then it's okay. I allow you to participate in um, a regime change where you go in and have the, the king of that country killed or the president of that country killed because you don't like their politics. You yeah. don't like how they're doing things. Oh, he said he was going to kill his people, so we're going to kill. What is you talking about? That's that man's country. He's sovereign. Yeah. What are you talking about? Who gives you the, the authority to be able to do that? Nah, who, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? You're definitely not the one. Oh, man. That's the one would have found a solution. The one would have found a solution, man, for Muammar Gaddafi to be able, man, to rule and reign in his country, man, the way that he did. And then the way that they had him killed. You know, man, uh, 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 a peasant, uh, a scallywag, uh, uh, mm. a low-lighted, you know what I'm saying, individual in the streets kills the king of the, the, the king. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Okay, I believe that love, man. Yeah, yeah, tie it back. <laughs> yeah, man. I believe that love, oh. bring it back to the Young Thundercats. Yeah, man. Bring the it guidance. back to the Young Thundercats. You got yeah. the guidance, man, and it ties in the, to the state of fatherhood. Man, um, how how do you feel the 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 fatherhood or the brotherhood, like? Because of course, as I as I mentioned, man, definitely you're you you know just to simplify for people, you're you're OG, definitely a father figure, uh, you know, definitely a mom. Well, sure, man, definitely. Uh, man, I, man, definitely rearing children uh, today is totally different from when I came up. Um. When we when we were children and we were coming up, we were we had our grandparents, <clears throat> and grandparents are very important because what grandparents do is they solidify and consolidate the, mm -hmm. the family values. And not only do they do that, but what they do is they set they set as an example because our grandparents they repeated the same thing every day over and over and over again. You know, each day they had something different in that day, but they repeated it over and over and over again. It was repetitive. And so that's that's how we learn through things being repetitive, things being repeated over and over and over again, because why we're being what programmed without programming, then you're like an empty slate. You, you, you have no functionality or or correct functionality. So we deal with programming. Everything is deals with programming. Most people don't want to believe that, but yes, from the third trimester in a female, when she's carrying the fetus, carrying the baby, the, th the third trimester is when the baby starts to be programmed. Programming starts to actually take, take place. And that's fact. It actually starts to take place. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, here's what, the people in the United States don't understand is that all other countries count the time that you're in the womb, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to be in a, uh, at least 40 weeks, nine months. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, it, and, and that you're aging. So however old you are, you add a year to that, it will give you your correct age, you see? So most people really don't understand that. 
they they think that they're the age that when they when when they come out the womb and then grow to a year old, they're a year old. No, you start aging in the womb. But I'm saying this to say that the programming starts then. So once the baby is born from zero to three years old, and, and this is Dr. Juwanza Kanjufu. I talked about this on, on Black Love Family the other night. But Dr. Juwanza Kanjufu, through some studies, showed us that from zero to three, everything that you that that is displayed by us, the the, the human and woman, the black man and woman, um, is intelligence. From zero to three, and what they found out through tests is that we are the smartest children. Babies, we walk first, talk first, cry first, sit up first, hold our head up first, roll over first, crawl first. In every category, we do it first and at a much earlier age than other ethnicities, right? So every all of that is, is intelligence. That's how intelligent we are. Now, he says anything after three years of age is learned behavior. It is when you start to learn because you start to what? Focus. Oh. You start to see things over and over and over again, right? So then from three to seven is programming time where you're programmed or from zero to three uh, to seven is programming where these programs are being put in you, whether they're religious programs, whether they're cooking programs, whatever they are, they're being downloaded, just like on the matrix when they're downloading and jacking in yeah. and they get that information. That those are programs. So where we're actually doing the same thing, we're programming and we don't understand that. Yeah. We don't understand programming. So if you don't understand programming, you don't know how to delete and remove the wrong program and insert the right program and know how to insert the right program. So when we're dealing with the young people today, the programming has to change. These young people, um, they, they are being coddled. They're yeah. not being embraced. They're yeah. being coddled. If you coddle an individual, the chemical is different same chemical, but it's going to give a different response. You see what I'm saying? But if you embrace, embracing gives a different response on, in the chemical reaction. So this is what we're not understanding. So when we're looking at the young people, they've been coddled. Uh, you cannot discipline them. What is happening is that the, the power had been taken from the parents and given to the children. Mm. So now Yes, so now the children wields the power and authority to the point that they don't listen to the authoritative figures. They don't listen to the municipal people. They don't listen to the judiciary. They don't listen to anyone that has any type of authority. Why? Because they have been given a license to disrespect authority. So you have this group of people. You have that group of people over there, those people that are, are defiant. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That listen.